0: All right, the Polini perspective, we are back, and we finally have one of our favorites. I mean, one of our favorite guests. I can't really say it.
1: Sleepy Joe's back.
0: Sleepy Joe.
2: You know what? I wish I was Sleepy Joe. I don't sleep at all anymore. That's part of the problem. What, Joe Vescipio,
0: why not? What are you doing that you're not sleeping? We're all at home.
2: Exactly, right? At home, the world's falling apart. Who sleeps these days, right?
0: I've been sleeping just fine.
2: But you'll have to tell me your secret,
1: Four Joe. Minutes. I know everyone can't see you, but your head is looking very like like. Did you get a new razor? It looks nice and shiny.
2: I think it's good. No, nah, it's the reflection from the. Oh, okay. Okay, and
0: know. Joe, we love to what? talk about Patrick's usually health routine, or you know how he's fallen off the wagon again, or whatever. But you oh. look like you look like you've continued to lose weight.
2: I have down thirty pounds now. How about that? It's the wow. Uh, uh, feeling good. Feeling good. Okay. Moving every day, walking, riding. Just, all uh, right.
0: Well, but obviously, thank you
2: for the kind words. It's great to be back against my better judgment. I'm sure I'm gonna regret that I have appeared with Patrick's continued harassment. Well, yeah, before you Joe.
1: answer, do what I do. Pause for three seconds and think if it makes sense and then say it. He
2: never does, you know
1: you know we live in a woke society, so you gotta be real careful.
2: He Wait, never does that. I Sends was me, say... me texts all the time.
1: Makes up.
0: Are, do you, are you saying you pause on this podcast? Because I don't No, I don't. Really
1: no, I don't po- no, no, not on the podcast. Oh. I'm talking about Joe. Joe. Joe needs.
0: Oh, OK. Well, look. We have so much to cover, right? Whether it's local with the Washington football team, also Montgomery County Hogan um, saying schools need to get back uh, in person in Maryland, and of course Montgomery County has huge objections with that. Um, everything that's happened in Kenosha, and then um, you know RNC wrapped up. So where do you guys want to start? Because you you two are great at debating one another. So what are you feeling, Patrick?
1: Robert.
2: John Thompson either, by the way. I know he just passed yesterday, but we got to work him in. It's hit. That's he was a mon- monumental figure, not only in sports, but in the U S.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, okay. he was, I treated last night. I mean, not only was he a local icon, he was a national icon. He, he transcended was. sports. Uh, you know, I go back to my youth, uh, you know, literally I was in high school in 82, 83, 84 and 85. Those were the Ewing, uh, Thompson, years. And I mean, that was some of the most fun college basketball you could imagine. Uh, But it's actually a pretty interesting segue real quick to the Washington football team, because uh, around eight o'clock last night, I believe uh, the Redskins, well, former Redskins, Washington football team still had failed to send out a tweet acknowledging John Thompson. And a lot of people online were saying just shameful. The Nationals did it early in the day. Uh, the Capitals did it early in the day. Uh, the Mystics did it early in the day. The Wizards early in the day, and nothing from the. They were shamed into doing it, and I tweeted about it last night. So, you know, again, the Washington football team just can't get out of their own way on on anything. It seems.
2: No, they're a, they're a mess. They're a mess. But I, so I will commend it, anybody to read David Aldrin's column in the Athletic. That's a subscription, of course. The Washington Post had three columns today. He was a spectacular figure and I'm a Syracuse guy and I have nothing but tremendous respect for coach Thompson. He was.
1: by the way, did Bay, did Bayheim
2: say anything, Joe? A lot of, a lot of quotes from Bayheim. They were very good friends and had yes. you know tremendous rivals, but they, they actually loved and respected each other. And he had nothing but great things to say about uh, coach Thompson and the effect that he had on college sports. That that
1: era, if you go back, you had Louis Louis Karnaseka, you had Bayheim, you had uh, Raleigh Massimino, Thompson. I mean, that was some fun college basketball days, for sure.
2: And how many Uh, years
0: was Thompson at Georgetown?
2: 29, I think, was the number. Wow, 29. Oh, my God. And then, obviously,
1: his son took over. Unfortunately, his son wasn't the same coach. Um... So he he was replaced, and now and he, Patrick Ewing's the coach.
2: Yeah, and when he started at Georgetown the year before, they were like three and thirty or something like that. Wow, and were were you know? And he turned them into the college black powerhouse, right? He really did, and he was. He gets anyway I just a lot of respect and I think he's worth a, a call out for sure Absolutely. So anyway. oh, that was Absolutely. really good
0: well and while we're on sports do you guys want to talk about you know another big article dropped from the Washington Post in regards to the Washington football team now um we you know with more allegations about Dan Snyder that all you know uh that Larry Michael I'm not really laughing but um I did meet Larry Michael once anyway crazy story so uh allegedly Larry Michael let's you know what I was almost one of these people right so larry michael had emailed me when i was working at hot 99.5 to audition for his what was it the larry michael redskin show or something
2: he so- had a show on wrc right and he also did a a radio show as well, which I don't remember what it
0: was called. Okay, so so he wanted to go to lunch, and so I said, sure. And and somehow I thought that I had told him that my attorney was going to come. So my attorney came, and he was immediately not very happy, and I did not get the job. So I guess,
2: I guess. <laughs> probably because he was going to have you <laughs> audition in the way he and other people <laughs> auditioned with you. Apparently, I, I, mean.
0: I was supposed to do an outro of video takes, I guess. <laughs> uh, and that, you know, didn't happen. So needless to say, I never heard from Larry Michael again. I never got the job. I wasn't really sure, you know, what happened. So anyway, I have a funny Larry Michael story, but I guess Larry Michael was giving these outro, like just completely inappropriate video takes to Dan Snyder. Uh, well,
1: let, let's say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. For sure, yeah.
0: Okay, allegedly.
1: Allegedly, so, he, I mean, Larry Michael's come out and denies it, and. Yeah, listen. I, I the pro. It's bigger than Larry Michael. Clearly, there's a culture. There has been a culture problem at that team for 20 plus years, basically since Snyder owned it. Uh, the NFL has taken over the investigation, which is very interesting because you know, first the NFL said they're gonna, you know, they're they're okay with the Redskins hired the outside firm i keep saying redskins washington football team hired the outside firm to examine their culture uh but i think it's kind of uh, snowballed uh, i do believe some of the people making the accusations met with the nfl in in recent days then they say they're going to take over the investigation uh you know it's interesting if we'll see a don sterling you know la clip uh was it no that was the houston rockets right sterling
2: No, that the uh it's it was the Clippers and then you had who was the, the Carolina Panthers owner, right? He
1: well he was removed, but Don Sterling was the you know an NBA guy who he so
2: was that was the Clippers.
1: Yeah. So uh listen, it'll be interesting to see if the NFL steps in but Patrick, Very hard.
0: What would they do by stepping in? Okay, so they, they spearhead this well, investigation and then what? They, would they
2: remove him? You know, no, they could force the sale of the team. That's what happened with okay. the Carolina Panthers. They could force – you know, the uh, the owner was accused of, of, and I don't remember the exact charges, but they moved quickly and they forced him to sell the team. They could do the same thing with Snyder.
0: Wow. Do yeah. you think there's a chance I, I, that could I, happen?
1: No. I think unless Schneider's, unless there's clear evidence that Snyder knew, didn't do anything, was implicated in some way, I, I don't think it'll go that far. The NFL owners have a lot of power.
2: How is it possible he didn't knew, know no? I mean well, come on.
1: Yeah, no, okay. listen, I'm I'm not su- I'm not suggesting he did it in. I'm just so saying
2: they may not if there's not clear connecting evidence, they may not want to do anything because then the spotlight turns around and shines on the rest of them, right? So in the Carolina Panthers situation, there was a direct, undeniable tie directly to the former owner. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, the right. sad the sad thing is, listen, I think they've made a very good hire with Jason Wright as general manager, Julie Donaldson's on board, you have some others. Uh but the problem is, listen, if, if if the culture at the top just doesn't change, then it all doesn't matter, right? And you know, listen, they're at a precipice right now where the fan base is gone. I don't want to say gone, but it's it's a fifth of what it used to be. Sure. They they, you know uh, you know, they're not gonna have fans this year at the stadium. They're looking for a new stadium. You know, right now in this environment, you know, I'd be hard pressed to think Maryland DC or Virginia is going to cut them any deals uh, based on everything going on. And listen, honestly, it it may turn out to be that where Snyder has to sell the team to get a new stadium deal. So I, I don't it's going to be real interesting to see how this develops over the next, you know, 6 you know, we don't know the name yet of the team, right? Um They're just a very unorganized if you look organization. At-
2: of that franchise in the last 30 years right because they were one of the iconic most successful nfl franchises and they're the exact opposite now and it's all happened since snyder's owned the team
0: yeah well the stories continue to come you know yeah like you guys were saying that it definitely a lot of um continued accusations allegedly so it is going to be interesting over the next six weeks to see how it unfolds. Um, what else do you guys want oh, to cover? Well, hold on,
1: but, but, and let's not forget. For, forget, you know, before we move on, I mean, there's there's potentially some real victims here, right? So, it'll, you know, let let th- there's that side of this that you know th- these allegations, um, you know, depending on the specifics of them, I mean, we're, we're, there are victims here, right? In no, no, what I meant was from a, like, from a legal standpoint, yes, there's yep. Victor, but I meant from a legal standpoint, I mean, there may be more here than we're even aware. I mean, it seems like the post just keeps dropping an article every several weeks, and it keeps getting worse, right? Yep,
2: yep. And as I understand it, it's because they did the first one, more people reach out, a second one, you know, it's not like they've hold, held them back more, you know, more people are empowered to reach out after each story drops. So it's it's an interesting, you know, sort of snowball effect, if you will. So, so, all right, so let's go. Let's nothing we've disagreed about. Um, Let's go, Patrick. You ready?
0: (laughs) Okay. You guys want to shift gears uh, to talk politics? Because there's a lot to cover, obviously. uh, Uh, So where do you want to start? You know, Kenosha, obviously huge story. Um, So much unrest happening there. Jacob Blake, the victim who we now know is paralyzed, shot seven times in the back by a police officer. Um, And, you know, uh, President Trump is going to go to Kenosha today, even though the mayor said, you know, he didn't want him there. Trump says that he will not meet with the family because they want to meet with attorneys and Trump. So what do you guys think of this whole situation?
1: Joe, you want to go first? Negative? No, I'll (laughs) let you go first. I mean,
0: it's kind of, that's a loaded question. I mean, obviously, you know, it's upsetting. uh,
1: So I'll go. And again, I'm going to go back to many things can be true. Okay. And, And I mean this. You know, we've talked about systemic racism on this podcast, going back to George Floyd. We've had, we brought guests on who lived it, understand it certainly better than I do as a white male. Um, So so there's clear, and then you have obviously the the, the Blake situation in Kenosha. There is uh, clearly an issue, whether it's, uh, you know, f- from a policing standpoint and just underlying 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 uh, systemic racism that act, that that needs some solutions. Okay. Yes. Separate from that, I think you have people who are hijacking that cause to disrupt. To, to agitate, to riot, to loot. And again, we don't know all these people, where they're coming from. They, Some of them could be Trump supporters. Some of them could be, you know, left radicals. You got the Antifa. Regardless of what and who they are, there's been a clear um, hesitation or reluctance, I should say, for the Democratic mayors in these cities to take back control of their cities and protect their citizens. They've allowed the rioting, the looting, the 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 violence um the de- the demeaning of people eating on the street we saw that in DC we've seen the violence in Portland you got, hold on you,
2: you can't say they've allowed that when that happened and and the DC mayor has came out has come out and said that will not no, be no, a I wasn't say,
1: I didn't say I I've, I've been very vocal that mayor Bowser's probably been one of the better on I, this I I'm talking about the portland mayor in particular and and some of the others the Minnesota mayor Frey early on they, they didn't. I mean, listen. This goes back to when the Baltimore mayor, back in the Baltimore riots, literally said, and she had to resign because of it, said she was going to just let them be and and not not intervene. You can't allow your cities to be destroyed by by agitators, rioters, and looters. And then it took now four to five, six weeks, seven weeks for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to come out and condemn the violence.
2: It's actually, I actually don't think that's correct, right? And it's really interesting to me that- All right, we disagree. Biden has has come out strongly anti-violence. Said there's no tolerance for violence on any side, completely. Mm -hmm. Trump, on the other hand, won't do that. He
1: doesn't. So Joe, when did Joe do that? Yesterday, that was the first time he's really done that. Actually, he had done
2: it before. He had done it in answers to other questions.
1: Joe, didn't his vice president tweet out, to help fundraise for bail for the people arrested in Minnesota going back,
2: right, but once. They, okay, but what's wrong with that? Were they violent protesters? Were they peaceful protesters who were arrested when they shouldn't be? But again, you're always what aboutism and deflecting. Let's start with yesterday, Biden came out forcefully in his speech and said, No violence. What did Trump do?
1: But Trump's already said listen, I'm not defending
0: right, Trump. Yeah, but Trump incites talk? it. No, no. You that's know,
2: right. Joe, hold on. And he, okay. wait a minute, and Trump is the law and order president?
1: Whose watch is this happening on? He's okay. president. And he... Hold on, Joe, stop. stop. That, that's like saying that, you, you know... You when, cro- why doesn't stop. he stand up and say we yes, have to Hold on. You, have, you got... Hold on. Oh, I, you, that, that's, a fa- that's an it's unfair, unfair argument. Have, unfair.
2: It's not fair. It's on
1: Hold on. You had both
2: last night and said, enough. No. no violence is acceptable. Oh, yeah. Do
1: that. He he has said that he has offered, he's Joe, you're gonna let you're gonna let me talk or no? Because you because you're like when did you say that? Did oh, he are, say gonna, are you gonna let me talk? Nobody wants to listen to you. No. <laughs> okay. Every every city that this is happening in are run by Democratic mayors who want to be woke to the left and have refused to condemn the violence. Number one. Number two. Where were you? Hold on. Where were you when Baltimore, Ferguson, Milwaukee? charleston happened under obama was anybody saying this no no yes obama yeah.
0: absolutely came was- out strongly with the baltimore riots they were very oh, anti-riot they they 100 is- condemned that
2: Paulini the deflector right it's always what about <laughs> it what about them it's never this is what he does because he can't answer
1: what has your
2: boy Tom done? You, you just, first, to all, he's not,
1: first of all, he's not my boy. So relax there, Mr. Sleepy Joe. Relax. The, he's not, not my reason. boy. He's he's the furthest thing from my boy. Number one. Number two, he comes out yesterday, Joe Biden, does a 12-minute speech in Pittsburgh, condemns it, yes. And I texted you. I said it was a very good speech. Did I or did I not? Yes, you did. Okay? Yes, you did. But then, then, again, once again, refuses to answer any questions. He cannot take a question for, I'm telling you, if you're if you're a Democrat, you certainly want him to win. If you're a moderate, you probably want him to win. The scary thing right now is that he cannot take questions. He cannot answer a question.
2: Look, I think. That,
1: that has to frighten you. And here's the other thing. It doesn't frighten me at all. Well, because you don't care and you just want orange man out. So, <laughs> right? Bad orange. Man, or, bad orange man out no matter what. And that's fine. That's fine. And listen, I uh, I understand that. You, like you almost, uh, you'll take Kamala, you'll take the third person in line, the fifth person in line, it doesn't matter. You want Trump out and that's fine. I,
2: look, I, I want somebody who puts the country above their own self-interest. That's what I want. And I want somebody who will uphold their oath to the constitution. And somebody who will stand up there in the middle of a pandemic where 180,000 plus people have died and tell me the facts and what we know. We're not getting that today. You and I talk all the time. We don't know what's what, we don't know what's true. The CDC now has come out and said that asymptomatic people who have been exposed shouldn't get tested. Wait, what?
0: I know, that's what? crazy, by the way.
2: You know, I am happy for somebody to stand up and say, we thought this three months ago, we know more today. Here's the advice.
1: The CDC also came out yesterday and said something about some, you know, they changed some other thing too. Well, like they're, now understand. they're
0: saying 94% of people who die from COVID have an underlying issue, you know, whether it's right. a heart that's condition. But it's Jill-
2: not what they're saying. That's actually inaccurate description. And Patrick texted that to me over the weekend. What they're saying is, so everybody is, oh, only 6% dies of COVID. That's not what they said. And both Fauci and Burks have said, no no they died because of covid did they have underlying conditions yes but but for covid they wouldn't have died so of course Joe- yeah yeah
1: no oh, uh, the six, the 6% number doesn't you know, the the right wing, the right wing lunatics, the anti-maskers, the hoaxers are running with that six percent trying to make it sound like, oh, only nine thousand people died from this disease. It's 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 absurd.
0: Patrick, don't you have to admit, though, with the RNC convention, right? They never even mention any of the speakers, President Trump. They never denounced the violence in Kenosha. They never even met, on, said anything. The,
1: hold on. Not once. Hold on. Not once did the DNC either in the entire well, Kenosha week. Kenosha had happened. The way, no I'm talking about any of the other violence. Not only that, they didn't mention the word impeachment once. So here we are we not only did we spend two years on on a, a Russian collusion thing which found no collusion, then That's we true. it is true It is not, it is not true you're 100 percent true. then then we spent the entire uh, winter on an impeachment and if it was so critical to the country, you would think the DNC would have mentioned it. In their entire week-long convention, not one mention of impeachment. Not well, why one. would they? Defecting they lost Patrick.
0: those. Defecting. Why would they bring that up? I don't. I-
1: why? Uh, you're, you're technically he, he was impeached. Why? How do you not mention that he's going to be the first president to be trying to get reelected after being impeached?
2: Defle- deflecting. This is what Patrick does. He deflects because the actual answer is he doesn't want to give. Well, Who cares? Course, uh, it's irrelevant that they didn't mention that I, he was impeached.
0: And don't you? Think- learned their lesson from that i mean you know people got burnt out of the impeachment they got burnt out of the Mueller investigation i think the democrats realized that that you know is a broken record they're moving on to try to unite the country um guys do you think it's a bad she move like,
1: she just sounded like the new york times they're moving on <laughs> to try to unite the country yeah okay
0: we need it yeah. i mean Bowser even said it. She's more concerned now with black versus white and and going into a complete race war than she is about anything else. And she was like, "Look, we have to get back to." I've said to- this.
1: I've said this for the last two months. I'm more impressed with Mayor Bowser in the last three months than honestly Kamala Harris. Right? Like, I, I like, I actually think what Mayor Bowser has said. She came out strong yesterday about yeah. the violence. She. She's been great. I think she's been. For the most part, I think she's been on point with how you handle being, you know, a Democrat, wanting Trump out, trying to protect your citizens. but listen, standing I think she's, by the police,
0: you know, she's standing by the police, standing by Newsham, the police, as chief-
1: every mayor should. Yes. Like that shouldn't be like. Listen, you want to move money and create social programs and, and 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 do retraining and yes, all that is needed. I've said that from day one. Uh, listen, let's get back to predictions.
2: Feels to me like Patrick's on the defensive here, doesn't it feel like that to no. you? Well, no. I, I want to
0: know. I mean, no. Patrick, why me do hold. you think Trump continues to do things like even will not meet with Jacob Blake's family? Don't you think that oh, is listen, just I such a know. slap in the face? Listen,
1: he's the okay. Let's relax with well, again. Stop being the New York Times. You know, if if you're the president of the United States and you've offered to meet with the family and they insist that there's an attorney there, you're not going to meet with the family. Joe, as an attorney, would tell you, I will not meet with anybody without an attorney, nor should you. You brought your attorney to a freaking lunch with Larry Michael. <laughs> well,
0: that's because I thought he was getting a job.
1: And he didn't he want to meet with either. you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you think That's right, Larry
2: took that back. Trump, it's clear that he his only play is to um, uh, play to his base, right? He doesn't make any pretenses about trying to explain. Ex- expand his base. He plays
1: only. Um, to his um, go ahead, keep going, because I'm going to disagree with you on the on the violence in city issue. But go ahead.
2: No, he, but he doesn't. He plays only to his base, right? And that's all he's ever done. And the question becomes is whether or not his base is big enough to reelect
1: him, right? So I think that the fact, and we could dispute this. I do think the reason Biden came out and went to Pittsburgh yesterday, I think he was forced to do it. I think Sarah mentioned at the top, I think you've seen recent polling that uh, indicates some tightening, especially in the swing States. I think you've seen that people are getting sick of the the unrest in some of these cities. And I do think that you're seeing that there's a window here. I think the Trump camp sees for suburban moms to be nervous about safety. Okay. I don't now, buy
2: that at all. well, okay,
1: I, you don't I, have to buy it.
2: I, I, I can't. I'm just. I can't believe for a second that any suburban mom is afraid for their safety. I'm not buying. It. Okay. And look, maybe I. I don't know any better because I'm a white guy. But well,
1: it's not even about their safety. In particular, it's about now you can't go down and shop anymore. You can't do this. You can't do well, that. Is like, it about I, that, Patrick? I'm not. I, I'm not agreeing with the premise. I'm just saying they see a little window here to. Uh, You know, they were condemning the violence and Trump what was, you know, making trying to paint Biden into a corner. Uh and it worked. Listen, he came out, he went to Pittsburgh, he did a good speech. We'll see where it goes now.
2: Look, there's no question, right, that the violence and the rioting and the destruction probably helps Trump, right? There's no question about that. That that helps Trump. And I completely agree with Patrick. You cannot allow the violence and destruction to occur. You just can't. I don't like it either. You can't do that. Peaceful protesting, fine. But for you have groups that have different agendas that turn it violent. You can't have that.
1: Yeah, here's the problem you have. None of these people are listening to anyone. So last night, you know, Biden came out yesterday and Portland was a mess last night, an absolute mess.
2: You're right. You don't look. You don't have a... a You don't have a John Lewis figure, right? You don't have.
1: Speaking of that, Joe, and let's take it off. Let's take it off of Biden and Trump for one second. You know, where is the mayor of Portland? Where is Pelosi? Where is Schumer? Where is. Some of these others, I, I, I mean, I think it's a fair question. Like, where is AOC on the violence? I you think know, they're for
0: he, it. I think they're for, because, you know, a lot of people. they I mean, argument- you had Maxine
1: Waters saying get in people's face and we want unrest in the streets. And what? basically, like, so. But this the argument, dec-
0: Patrick, from a lot of BLM members, is that they have they peacefully protested for years and it got them nowhere, and that the only way to basically really get people's attention and change is to be violent. That's what a lot of people are arguing. That's oh, why you assuming, have people. You're
1: assuming that these people being violent are BLM. I'm not sure they are. Well,
2: that's that's what my point was. Is you don't know who the violent protesters are, and they may have a different agenda, but the violence helps Trump.
1: The one thing I thought Biden should have said yesterday is he didn't mention the word Antifa and he didn't mention BLM at all. And I think what he could have said, said, stop allowing the hijacking of the BLM.
2: Right. But there's there's no actual evidence that it's Antifa that's doing this either. So you're you're just repeating.
1: Well, there's no there's there's no there's no evidence that it's any group. Right. I mean, he mentioned multiple groups yesterday.
2: On the gun toting patriot sides that are running around with Trump flags in their pickup trucks, we know where those guys are coming from. Yeah,
1: we don't know that. You know what, really? A lot of this, this, you know what, Joe? A lot of this, we've seen people blame Trump for and Trump people for violence, and it's turned out to be the other side. There's a lot of money behind these protests, a lot of money. And
2: it's, yeah, I've no, Joe, Joe.
1: These are these are organized by. So, these aren't just random. Let's meet up in the street.
2: That yeah, may be true, but Sarah, to a slightly different point, can you remember, Patrick? Same for you. A more combustible time in your lifetime, in our lifetime, a period where the social unrest. Right now, I was born in '67, so I wasn't alive in the early '60s during the racial and social unrest. Then. Uh, but can you remember a more combustible, unusual time?
0: No, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it does seem like we're really far apart as a nation. You know what I mean? Because, you you know, obviously after nine eleven, you had everybody coming together. Then I think obviously people were very upset with the war in Afghanistan and Pakistan and all that. So that kind of created a divide with the Bush administration, but never not to the degree of this. This is but, yeah, but
2: not the domestic unrest.
0: Right, 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 right
2: not and so i i mean i just think it's a completely different time and it's you know we're joking around at the top why i wasn't sleeping this is the stuff that keeps me up at night okay, so let's,
1: let's switch gears for one second away from protest what's driving what's driving the insane crime rates in chicago new york and other i mean 10 10 murders over the weekend in Chicago, something like 69 shooting victims in Chicago. They've already surpassed last year's total murders, I believe. And it's the end of August. Where's the outrage? Like what? what's driving that? And I don't want, that's not a Trump thing. So what's driving that crime? Inner city, New York, DC, Chicago, Baltimore. What's driving that? Because it's a real problem, and no one wants to talk about it.
2: Look, I think. Listen, you've had those real problems, inner city crime, for years, right? And largely, I think it never gets talked about it because it's generally black on black crime, and so most of American society just doesn't care. I Man, I think that's just the blunt truth, right? They just it doesn't affect them. It happens in majority
0: in somebody black else's schools. neighborhood, yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. So,
1: and so I'm, let, I'm. Let's have some. Let, let's shift gears a little bit. So predictions I sent I told I sent this to you yesterday Joe and I told Sarah I think Biden wins unless something unless he collapses at the debates and I mean literally collapses I I don't see how Biden loses this election I think it would be utterly shocking because to your point Joe if you're asking yourself the question who who will put country above personal interest and who will at least get up there and tell the truth for the most part because all politicians spin we get it of course they do but put but the spinning aside it's absolutely biden if you're gonna ask if you're gonna if you're gonna ask those two questions it's absolutely biden and i i don't see how trump overcomes the mishandling of covid the the um now listen, you want to try to pin the violence on the Democrats, okay? But at the end of the day, I just don't. I don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, I think it's going to be closer than people say. I do certainly on the state by state races, but I, I, I think if Biden does fairly well at the debates and holds his own, I don't see how he loses this election. I really don't.
2: Right? Look, it's as I've I said a year ago in February when I was on. It's probably too soon to tell. Right? Oh, we got we have six, sixty days.
1: Sixty seven days.
2: A lot can happen. Um my wife has a countdown thing in the house, counting down the days to the election, and I keep asking her whether oh, that's a good or bad thing because yeah. she's assuming a certain outcome, which may or may not happen. Yeah. So what if Trump wins?
0: That's anxiety What's inducing. It? Okay, we're that's on, a good on. question. I'm curious to hear Joe's take on that.
2: If Trump wins, yeah interesting my kids think there will be absolute bedlam and rioting in the streets if he wins right i don't know about that i mean the bigger question to me is what if trump loses but barely right because i don't think he'll leave the white house not not willingly
1: yeah so, i i don't agree i think he will i think
2: I, well he, you know and so then not only so that there's a whole slew of questions is if Biden wins, how big is his win? Is it, an, is it undeniable? What sort of voting access do people have? Do people turn out in person to vote or you have this whole battle over um, mail-in ballots? So look, I, I Patrick, I agree with you. I think it's Biden's race to lose um, because I don't think Trump's base is big enough to reelect him. And I do think people are motivated to turn out to vote where they didn't vote for Hillary and people like Joe Biden where people dis really dislike Hillary Clinton you don't
1: have that with Biden that's Trump true. just can't, the problem is Trump can't keep his mouth shut like you know he the, well, the, this whole again we of blame the violence in some of these cities we all agree it was probably helping Trump and you know then he comes out and somehow tries to make it like this Kyle Written house Sam is somehow like
2: always by the end of the podcast, patrick comes home. Now he's right. <laughs> like, yes, from see he comes back home. Come home. What are you talking
1: about? Ah. No, back you know what? He I unlike back you. <laughs> unlike you, I have uh, I have many thoughts and I'm a rational human being.
2: <laughs> now now that he's come home,
1: patrick- he's trying to, you
2: know. <laughs> Will you- Patrick,
0: who are you going to vote for? Are you are you going to disclose that? Who are you going to vote for? If you had to vote today, who would it be?
1: Honestly, I'd write in Larry Hogan in Maryland. I mean, to be very candid, I, okay. I would probably write in Larry Hogan. He'd be a great president, but I think he'd be fa- I think he'd be fantastic. He, did, he did uh, texted that to me. That he said he was voting for Hogan. Yeah, oh, Larry I, I would write. Yeah. I would write in Hogan. You know, right now I'd write in Hogan. So I mean, listen, Biden could still get my vote he can i want to see him in the debates i really do i want to see if he has command of issues and answers questions i'm concerned that he just won't even take one or two questions at the end of a of a speech for 12 minutes on uh, you know people do want to hear from him they want to see what his off-the-cuff reactions are and i i think they're hiding something about him which makes me nervous um but we'll see. We'll see how he does at the debates. We'll see if you know Donna Brazil can get him the answers and, uh, and then we'll go from there.
2: I have another question, which is how is it possible that Trump can attack Biden on Biden's faith? Can somebody explain that to me? Right. Joe Biden is a man of faith and he has suffered unspeakable tragedy
1: in his life. Right. Death of. Has, life- that, has that gained any traction, though, because I think it's idiotic. Well, I, but this is my question, right? How is it possible? You keep asking. How can Trump attack anybody on like he just
0: he does, yeah, he just, yeah, he just does.
1: attacks. There's no rhyme or reason or rational thought behind it, or maybe it's, there is, and it's very strategic. But he's
2: and while, and while we're at it, how great is it, Falwell
1: and Liberty? Huh? How great <laughs> is it? That? <laughs> right, oh, that's the best got,
0: story. Do we have to go? That is like the no, best. No, 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 no. We
1: got plenty of time. We got to touch on a few things. So political. I we're, love that story. We're, we're, yeah. We may have to edit some of this out because we've gone on too long. So Bill Maher, let's talk about oh, Bill Maher.
0: Okay, that, yes, I wanted to bring that up. Well, well, t- what's your thoughts? I mean, Bill Maher says he's very nervous. I enjoy Bill Maher very much. I think he's like yeah, a Bill centrist. Bill Maher
1: says he's very, very nervous. Um, he senses, I forget exactly but what he, he said, says. But he says
0: kind of what we touched upon earlier. He, Bill Maher is nervous because he says that, you know, basically the movement online is to attack suburban white women, call them Karens, and those women uh, are going to be turned off by essentially the left and vote for Trump. Do we think there's any truth to that? That's what Bill Maher is very fearful
2: about.
1: So the silent majority for Trump is, is it's interesting. It's, it's a
2: Silent majority.
1: Stop. I don't. I said. I. I was. You didn't even let me finish. I was going to say. I don't know if it's true or just a freaking thing that's thrown out there. He doesn't even let you talk. (laughs) Sarah,
0: fire. up. Someone
1: wants to listen. Come on. Have another (laughs) cup of coffee, will you? But listen, it's to me. I don't think it's five or six. There's not a silent five or six points that are going to come out and vote for Trump on election day that aren't somehow in the polls. Is there two to three? Maybe, maybe, but right now Biden's up real clear politics, six to eight. Okay. And I just don't see that, you know, that gap. Although I will say Michael Moore came out and said the same thing. Are they just coming out to make sure people aren't no pun intended, sleeping on a win? Uh, yeah, what look, I, do, what I do I right? do
2: No, they're terrified that they're going to have a Hillary repeat. So
1: right? one thing I do find interesting about the polling this year real quick is one year ago today post conventions the polling was Hillary was up 5, okay? But it was 46-41 in most like real clear politics, okay? 46-41. So she was 4 points away from 50. Right now it's 50 50- 43. So Trump's a two Trump's two points ahead of where he was four years ago. Okay. But Biden is four points ahead of Hillary. I would be a little concerned, Is that four? are those four points real? Are those people actually going to turn out and vote? If they do, he wins. If they don't, he loses. Because I think Trump's going to be at 43, 44. I, there's no doubt I mean, in my mind.
2: Nationally, it doesn't matter, right? It only
1: matters. Oh, of course, nationally. right. Very, I'm, I, I'm just saying like what whether you go state by state, does that extra three to four, five percent of people who say they're gonna vote for Biden actually vote? That you know, well, and,
2: right. And that's why everybody's on the left is raising the alarm bells, right? That I think it's much harder for Trump, you know, the Cook political report, which is also very good, nonpartisan, has Biden, you know, lean down de- you know lean to completely democratic three hundred and seven uh, electoral College votes, so um, Trump has to win every one of them that are toss up and slightly lean Democrat to carry the election. And What are the chances he does that? But to the folks on the left, they they should be terrified that people won't vote because that's uh, how. Yeah, goes.
1: I. That's based on polling. I mean, in in actuality, you have to have Biden or the Dems win. You know, turn Pennsylvania, Michigan, you know, no, but this, right. Yeah. So you can look at it both right. ways Arizona has yeah. to turn. But,
2: right. But they've are, they've rated where those are likely to go. But the vote, fo- if you don't vote, particularly in those States, then you're going to, then the Trump will win. Mm.
1: The, the tough thing for the tough thing for the Dems right now, real quick, and then we can move on is Trump yeah, this, can lose Pennsylvania. Trump no. can lose Michigan. Okay. If he holds on to Wisconsin, which is a good chance. And he ekes out Arizona. I, you know, I, I listen, I think Trump wins Florida. He, he, Trump, Florida badly. yeah, I, I don't, I don't, they always say that and the Dems never win it. So I, you know, we'll see. But anyway, uh, um,
0: lots to debate. Um, okay. Lots do, you, of debate. do you want to talk um, Chadwick Bozeman really quickly? Um, obviously, you know, huge actor, Black Panther, passes yeah. away at 43, had a secret battle with colon cancer. Just tragic all the way around is really all you can say. But um, that was big news over the weekend.
1: Shocking news. Uh, sad news. I mean, you know, you know, pe- you know, people like my son have grown up with him in yeah. terms of the Marvel movies and some of the others. The fact that he shot three amazing movies being sick...
2: How do you shoot those movies and have stage three colon? I have no idea. I,
0: I mean, you all know have known people who have had cancer. I mean, it is so difficult, and how this never leaked to the public? I, it's amazing to me. I mean, the it, whole thing. I
1: mean, it's rare. It's rare when you have a Hollywood star um, die that in his prime. In it well A in his prime, yeah. but and where no one says anything negative. Like there's not a negative, there's not even like an inkling of a of a they just you know by the way, Howard University grad, right? Yeah, uh, local DC. DC. And he, um, he played culturally significant roles. He did. Right? So Jackie Robinson, uh, Thurgood Marshall obviously you know Black Panther in in, in, in multiple Marvel movies the main Black Panther movie and then multiple uh, Marvel movies uh, Avengers and so forth uh, yeah, I think he was from South Carolina I believe yes
0: originally yep yep
1: originally uh, yeah Kevin McCarthy you know, he was devastated as as, as you could imagine uh, yeah no it's just some, well, tra- yeah, some tragic uh, I mean you lose you lose Kobe. You lose know, yeah. Chadwick, you lose uh by the way, back to John Thompson. Do do we know why how he died? What? Was it COVID? Was it
2: Cause hasn't been released. He had uh type two type two diabetes. It was so bad he couldn't even really stand up. So oh. but they haven't released the cause. Um so it might have been a combination. Yeah. Right? Look, you know, you're sort of listing the black people who have passed this year an incredible amount of loss john lewis john lewis i mean it's been and when you stand back and look at the leadership amongst that group of people it's 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 actually it's it's quite sad when you think about it and you wonder who steps up to take their place uh and i and i who would you i mean maybe lebron he seems to be um yeah but I, but who on the political spectrum steps in to fill that void right not and it, the other interesting thing is as i'm saying this is it's interesting that the the cultural power that is shifting to athletes right um, you're seeing a, a lot point. of that uh, you know the nba led the boycott and i i would have get i it actually surprised me they came back i thought they might boycott the rest of the season obviously it gets very hard because many their livelihoods depend on it but you're starting to see a lot more active i mean going back to colin kaepernick right who sort of started a movement on his own so it's interesting
1: I, i think that's very as a sports fan put the politics aside for one second i think it's very dangerous for sports leagues to embrace politics. I do think you're gonna alienate a lot of viewership. I think sports should be a respite from all the other craziness in, in society. That doesn't mean as individuals, they shouldn't have their own opinions and LeBron James wants to protest and do whatever he wants, but as a as a league, uh to get political, um I think they have to be very careful. I do. And and again, I, I, by no means am I suggesting black lives matter is a political thought. Cause it's not, it's the right thought. And I want to be clear on that. It's the absolute right thought, but that could lead into policy stuff and other things. That's when I think the league has to be very careful. You know,
2: it doesn't bother me personally at all. Um, but it, look, the NFL has wrapped itself in the flag and patriotism for
1: years, right? And but that's you not argue, political, Joe. But
2: it is kind of political,
1: well, right? How is patriotism and the flag no, political? It's, sort of, it's faux patriotism, you know right? I mean, no, are you, are you saying Democrats aren't patriotic?
2: No, I'm not. But I'm saying the their politics have, have always been at the edge, right? And everything went crazy about people take, you know, players taking a knee during the national anthem during you know before games and I've said to you and maybe on this podcast I don't why do we play the national anthem at a at a sporting contest you shouldn't that should be only for national events you shouldn't play them before football games or baseball or any yeah and
1: and unfortunately we've agreed on this so I agreed with you on that and I also my own and I've said this to Sarah a hundred times I I actually was in support of Kaepernick early on and I also think i I was very clear. He got railroaded by the league. No I, that's why they. I think he settled for major, major money because I do believe there was collusion and keeping him out of the league, which was terrible. My only issue with the protesting was it was at work. I don't believe people should protest at work. And when you show up to an NFL game and take the field, you're at work. So to me – That was my, and that's just me, my personal belief. I don't think you should be allowed to protest during work. You want to do it on your own. You want to kneel. You want to protest. You want to rally. You want to create an organization. Go have it. Do it. I don't think you should be protesting at work. That's just my personal opinion. Because you're using the platform that was created, the huge viewership, to advance your, whatever cause that is. And again, this is both sides. This isn't, you know, a particular cause. Um, but we'll, well see. Well, that,
2: I, it'll be very interesting to see where it goes from here because they have now realized that they have a tremendous amount of leverage and power. Yeah.
0: So and look at the MLB. I was I was surprised to see the MLB not play some games. I mean, you know, that's sort
2: of the... Everybody, NHL, everybody yeah. stopped. Play, right and so and the players it, so very interesting to see how what happens with I, that
0: I would have loved to know more but i'm sure you both read that reportedly president former president obama is the one who spoke to lebron james and convinced him to go back and play the game so i, I you know i'd love to have been a fly on the wall of of why former president obama feels that it's important to get back on the court and play the game
2: well, it Might have been to patrick's point right that that you know obama's reading and thinks it would be a mistake to stay who knows right but it's
1: Again, I would also like to see though, you know, the NBA. You, Joe, you and I have talked about, this, you know, not play in China, right? Not, I mean, listen, you, you know, to me, you know, you know, there, there's the you what know, with the with the uh, human rights issues in China. The NBA is tightly, tightly wound to China. Their people were not allowed, their players were not allowed to speak out against China. China actually, you know, they froze that Hong Kong, I believe it was Hong Kong or it was a tournament in China, but it was when Hong Kong was rising up and they were trying to talk about independence. I think there was a lot of protests in Hong Kong. And the NBA, you know, the people who speak out constantly, you know, in this country, were afraid or were told not to speak out against China. So, to me, if you're going to be all in, you need to be all in as Lee, and that's where I think it gets very dicey. You start picking and choosing based on money I don't and what-
2: etc. <laughs> on and on about the NBA not standing up for China. I think Why was- do you
0: not care about that, Joe? Don't you think that's or, a good point? Or, I right, mean,
2: well, I don't think it's. This is sort of a reversal, but I don't think it's the NBA's role to stand up about what's going on in China, right? Why? Because I'm more worried about what's going on in the U.S.
1: Regardless of worry, though, they're investing millions and billions of dollars in the China marketplace and there's human rights violations. If you're going to speak out against American human rights violations or or systemic racism and yet you're not going to speak why those humans are any less than, than ours. By the way, of- you have a lot of China nationals playing in the NBA. You have a yeah. lot of Europeans playing.
2: I don't get to talk now. Right? See that? See how no, no. Patrick
1: fired up? Cuz you're you're 100% wrong on this. You can't have it both ways if you're a league. You just can't.
2: America first, baby.
1: America. Oh, yeah, first. There you go, Trump Trump slogan
0: china and ultimately what they do now impacts us financially yeah. we are so Sarah, tied to you that. and i
2: agree you and i, <laughs> well, agree. I do i do america I mean, first you know I- sleepy joe sleepy joe <laughs> Oh, not well, sleeping. my not thing sleep. is
0: always this. We have to be united as a country because, uh, yes, we have to make some major improvements when it comes to um black rights and people of color, but also are sometimes we're losing sight of our enemies here. You know, China and Russia don't wish us well, you know, they're loving what's happening. you know, this is an Damn opportunity true. for them. And, you know, my fear is like if we all get inner fighting, you know, it's like of an course, opportunity of- for them to come in the hen house and you know so yes,
2: of course we listen this is why you have Russian interference in our elections this is why you have yeah, but you number-
0: but Joe you know China wants that too
2: of course I agree I hundred percent in agreement right but you know my argument with Patrick the other day about the NBA not standing up to China it's hardly like the administration stood up to China on the on the the human rights abuses
1: over there. So, well, hold on, totally different. You have to you have to trade with China, or your or your economy comes to a halt. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean a league can't come out and say, sir, Joe, you you forget when they the Steve Kerr's of the world they they literally were they were told to zip it. You can't say anything about China. Well, Talk about freedom. So here we are doing business from an NBA standpoint. What what a human rights violator. And and by the way, then the its own league told them. You don't have any freedom of speech. That's because
2: okay. Talks, green talks. That's yep. right. Oh, That's there you right. go. I know,
0: and that is true. To
2: be clear, they don't have any freedom of speech. The league can tell them to do whatever they want, right? There are no just like your employer and my employer can tell us to shut up. Oh, so you agree
1: of- with me on the protesting during league time.
2: No, what I'm saying is oh, what? I, I'm making a legal nuance point to I know you don't understand. So let me explain. <laughs> Freedom of speech applies only to the government stopping you from speaking, not uh, a private employer. That's so, an point emplo-
1: point. so an employer could tell you not to protest during a game. Yes.
2: yes oh, okay. And it's not a freedom of speech issue. You may not like it, but they can tell you to
1: zip it. So there, Sarah. I think. Okay. I think, Class, I th- I think we through. agreed about seventy percent of the time.
0: <laughs> what? Okay. What show were you listening to? Um. <laughs> Okay, Patrick, is there anything else you want to cover? We, we have covered a lot.
1: Um, the only one thing I'll cover is, and it's, um, you know, Larry Hogan, governor of Maryland, came out a week or two ago and said that based on the numbers in the state, the low positivity rate, that schools can reopen in person. Okay. Certainly the county, the socialist county that I live in, Montgomery County. Oh, they're
0: furious. Mark your favorite pal, Mark Ulrich, is very upset El- about this.
1: Mark Elric. Elrich. You know,
0: Thank you. Sorry.
1: Came out and tried to slam Hogan. Yes. Um listen. Mark has
0: very I, strong feelings. Joe,
1: Joe and I disagree on this also. I, I truly believe that there, sh- there absolutely should be some in-person learning right going on right now. I believe that, you know, you want to talk about societal systemic. Issues. I think the fact that the, the rich suburban, you know, ma- mostly white kids can have these pods like they're creating in my neighborhood where they're paying tutors up to $1,000 per student per month. Um, and yet, the you know, the inner city students who don't have laptops, have very difficult access to Internet capabilities are struggling. There needs to be some in-person learning. I believe teachers are essential. I believe when they negotiate their union contracts, they say they're essential, and I think they should be in the school at least a few days a week, safely, but a few days a week. Well,
2: the, the problem with Patrick's argument is the last word, safely, right? There's no indication that you can get people Why? back into
1: schools. Grocery, grocery store workers go went well, back in. Well, Truck drivers went back in. My reporters went back in. There's no guarantees.
2: First of all, you have three people in your building. You don't have thirty people stuffed into a classroom with no
1: airflow, right? So I'm there, not was actually, people, there, was, I'm there was suggesting thirty people, Joe. I'm suggesting ten. Ten of was, the thirty. New York's opening. See, when
2: it's wrong, no. then
1: we don't oh. there was
2: a really good story in the Wall Street Journal today online about how scientists now think a lot of the problem is airborne, right? Air ah. you know, aeros- oh. small droplets. And so the discussion was, how do you make it safe to get people back in schools? Because I don't disagree. There's real damage being done by not having people in the classroom. But you have to figure out, and in school buildings are often the worst for ventilation and
1: airflow. So you got to figure so, out. so how's Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, me, they're me, they're me. Totally not. They're spiking. They are. No, well, they're and not. Actually, no, And actually, Joe. You, not in schools. Yet, That's
0: Patrick, false. I sent you an NPR article this week about a woman oh, NPR. who is starting.
1: I'm, I'm glad you sent me an NPR article. I'll believe that. Okay. Right.
0: About oh, a tracker God. system for schools, and they are seeing no. spikes. 1,000 no, schools across. They <laughs> are. I we sent have to you this article.
2: Figure out how to do it safely. Listen, and this is
1: union pushed. No, it's union not agreed upon. So
2: Patrick is always in, into it with my wife, who's a school teacher in Alexandria City Public Schools, and she's a reading specialist. So it's Hi a, Peggy. She's, not, she's <laughs> working Shout now, out to Peggy. it's particularly difficult because her students are the exact students that you're talking about, right? The kids who really need in-person instruction and who it's impossible to reach through the computer. So but the problem is, is that the school buildings are the worst for mm. proper air ventilation. So you have to figure out how to do that because spacing students apart is not enough. So well, you got to figure out how to do that. We, uh, you know, you're we're, looking
1: for a perfect solution that's not I'm there. Not, I'm the, not fact, the New York but, City school but, system is so old and those buildings and they're opening. Yeah. yeah the How's it going how to go in a month? month? We'll Connecticut where, opening. We'll where
2: we are in two months. Let's see what yeah, happens. Oh, okay. yeah. well, really? We'll see. Right? All I'm telling you is that the journal article and scientists are talking about this. you got to solve for ventilation issues. And schools are generally the worst equipped. To do yeah,
1: By no means have I – I've been on this for about two months now. By no means am I suggesting 30 kids should be in a classroom. But you could have 10 kids in a classroom with a teacher up front, behind a shield, and safely do it. You absolutely can't. Can. You cannot if the ventilation is not. in. Oh, please, with the ventilation. my building. The building that we have forty people a day in is in my station is from nineteen sixty six. Yes, and you have seventeen floors. Oh, okay. There's always an excuse, Sarah, why they don't have to go back. There's no excuse. I look. We all want to go back. The That's- building. It's the ventilation. It's the this. It's the that. It's, Sarah's like, how do I get out of this? <laughs>
0: Patrick this article I mean we are seeing increases when people go to school now you know I mean are you going to be able to avoid it probably not Um, there's probably So
1: um, so basically if you're saying you're gonna have a couple positive tests here and there you know what The kids won't be back in until there's a full vaccination and then they're all vaccinated. So you're looking at another year and a half. So kids will be out of school for two straight years because these buildings aren't getting any younger. The ventilation systems aren't going to be improved. So basically what you're saying is if you can't come up with a plan, you're going to these kids will be out for two straight years. What?
2: And that's not what I was saying. You have to solve for it. Part of it is improved ventilation. Part of it is putting in- You think
1: these school systems could afford improved ventilation?
2: Part of it is putting in HEPA filters in rooms that are big enough to clean the air. Uh, Oh,
1: here we go. HEPA filters. That's a- How much would those cost,
0: Joe? Huh? How much would those cost? Is that realistic?
2: Actually not that expensive to get one for the proper size room. So, you know, Patrick, he's just like, ah, we don't just throw them in there and let them die. We'll conduct an is
0: that
1: what I said? No.
0: No, but I mean, it's. It, I, I'm sure the schools would make that happen. It's just hard to believe that they would considering every year you hear that teachers have to buy their own supplies, you know, so it's well, like,
2: yeah, I can tell you that's the truth. Yeah. Right? You, but you, again, this is where you look to the federal government to leadership. And how about some grants? Oh,
1: yeah. How about you look to the unions and maybe they cut down on their ridiculous pensions a little bit that they negotiate with the people that help them get elected. I don't don't know. get, okay, don't well, get I, me started about public unions. I don't,
0: yeah, oh well, yeah. I'm a member I, of one, so I don't want to cut
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, let, let's let's help fundraise for a politician, then we elect them, and then we sit in a room with no third party, no taxpayer representation at all, and negotiate a sweetheart pension deal, and then we complain that we have no supplies. You know, okay. You know, it's so easy to wind him up and just let him go,
0: right? <laughs> just don't go after Sagaftra, okay? I have
1: I haven't felt this <laughs> whole episode's gonna be
0: deleted. Oh, great! <laughs> deleted. Um. Okay, guys. Is there anything else we've covered so much? I mean, it, now we did sort of touch upon Jerry Falwell Jr., which is like the best story, and Becky Falwell. I mean, don't oh we all want God. friends like that? I mean, what you great know. swinger! Those two seem like they're a blast to party with. But That's you know. Right. Right? yeah but you know I mean keep your sons safe she's obviously into 21 year olds I mean wow you know I mean Patrick we're not bringing young Patrick when we're going over there because Lord knows I mean no at all I, know. I mean she's a crazy keep, woman
1: keep him away
0: keep, he's not inviting to the party are you guys surprised or have you been around long enough to know that it's always the extreme Christians who are up to no good
2: no that's not 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 surprising at all the answer right. is a- right of course why did you say
1: christians how about assume always... anything
0: okay well any you know unfortunately and I, I you know i'm catholic i enjoy some religion but you know it's always the people that are out there preaching that
1: are you know complete swingers or uh, I, no, i think you're right i think anyone who's on the extreme one left or right yeah we look this there's always something else going on Right, there's always yes. something else going on.
0: They're always doing meth with a bunch of men when they're married. You know, there's always something, you know, which, oh, which are salary. my kind of friends. I love, but... I love how she
1: goes right to the dark place. <laughs> that's so funny. I, I mean, that's it. what I
0: enjoy. Oh. That's what humans are like, yet we pretend that, you know, we're supposed to act a certain way. It's like, no, let's just do meth with a bunch of gay guys. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Why are we gay? Okay? That'll probably be edited, too. Anyway, any other thoughts on that? He obviously resigned, um... You know, do you guys think that actually impacts the university or people stay strong to liberty?
2: I don't think it makes one bit of difference to really? the university. Really? Okay. Don't at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think it matters. I, I mean, don't.
2: Look at all the other evangelical, you know, it's never mattered, right? They're, those people are better than anybody else than putting their heads in the sand. I don't think it'll make one bit of difference to the university at all.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Big story. Okay, guys.
1: Joe Biden. (laughs) Look
0: at at the endorsement. Decipio, (laughs) you you worked. He's come over to the the right side. I mean, the left side, whatever.
1: The left side. The
0: left side. Um, Okay, Joe, No, you don't want anyone to find you, so we're not going to give out your information. Patrick, where can people find you? You were tweeting up a storm this week.
1: After this episode, I'm not sure I want anyone to find me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, we'll skip that. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Patrick, GM, Fox 5 DC. See you later. Bye. See you. Bye-bye.